welcome to the Phantom Zone. But I think they're maybe racist Just because I'm human They don't want my help It seems it doesn't really matter If your superpower's firing through the belt I tried to join the Justice League But Batman was a douche to me And Black Canary wouldn't tell me hi And classic magic to a middle finger That was 30 stories high I got a message from the great Avengers Hello and welcome to <coughs> And now <coughs> comics uh, I am joined by the diseased John And John Tombo Hopefully Ryan now, comes out of his corona coma. We're continuing yeah. the absolute tradition of keeping this show classy and not tasteless. It's mm. uh, the end of the world, and uh, I feel fine. <laughs> oh, speaking of the devil, and Ryan Fretz is here. Hello. Hello. Uh, guys, I think what we all need to do is head to the Winchester, have a pint, wait for this whole thing to blow over. I've actually been sick, like, all day. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Fuck, my bad. <laughs> Oh, no, I, I didn't, like, die, so, like, there's that. <laughs> I'm not dead. Yeah, no, I'm not just, dead. You're just canceled, like, everything else right now. Yeah. Guys, Which... 2020 is canceled. I uh, just want to let you know, uh, we are canceling the show. We are canceling the podcast because of yeah. coronavirus fears, even though it's a we all don't live in the same city. Yeah, basically, if you are a thing that had 20 or more people coming to it, you're canceled right now. Um Talk about you... cancel culture, am I right, fellas? Oh, that was literally the name of the new... You know, it would be amazing if, like, they found the cure and... <laughs> well... Well, they find the cure that... and Vin Diesel's gonna immediately hit the start button on Fast 9. Oh, man. Yeah, I got, like, pushed back like a... Yep. Yeah. Yeah, Which, uh... I... We could do a quick run-through of everything that's been cancelled since we were last on. Number uh, one, uh, everything. So, yeah. did, were we here with, last time when they uh, moved back uh, the James Bond movie? Uh, no, but that was the first big casualty. Yeah, it was so they that, pushed... and we thought Emerald City was going to be cancelled, and they got cancelled right. the next day. So, Bond got pushed back to November. Which uh, makes which sense, was... because that's where it should have been in the first place. Uh, maybe. Um, Bond movies um, do well in November. They usually yeah. do solid numbers. I think April was not, like, maybe a bad place for that. Because I feel like April's kind of, like, also been, like, a big, kind of, like... Pre-summer? Like, pre-summer kind of temporally yeah. release for some stuff. It's also, like, was a time when there wasn't a Marvel movie around it right now? Like, this April? There wasn't going to be a Marvel movie like there, so no. But I do still feel like November is a solid month, considering like look, that's where the other Craig movies have opened, and that's where like even some of Brosnan's movies have opened. So I don't. And also, what like are you November. talking about? There was no other Marvel movies. Are we all of a sudden forgetting about New Mutants? Yeah, you okay. got pushed back again. <laughs> yeah. Listen, that uh, mo- that movie has become the Doomsday Clock of the Marvel movies. Okay. I, I'm still excited for it. When they announced like. I, yeah, I'm still like I like I was like heartbroken when I heard that they pushed that back today because like I was even joking about how so they also pushed back Fast and Furious Nine to next year. All right, which... so let's just run really quickly because we're gonna go over all these. Fast and Furious Nine got uh, pushed back a year. Quiet Place Two got pushed back indefinitely. Mulan, which got was po- which was supposed to come out next week. Yeah, like like that's like that's, that's like incredible to me. Yeah, that's a. Big I wonder one. if like theaters have copies of it. Uh, it's all no, digital I now, you, so I... I will. I will tell you right now. I've been used to work in a movie theater. We don't get the copies until like the Tuesday or Wednesday before it comes out. Okay. Uh, the then... love... Sorry, oh, go ahead. Uh, the Lovebirds, which was supposed to come out the same day as the New Mutants, what which was like a romantic comedy with Camille Nanjiani, got pushed back. Uh, 
which Peter I was Rabbit like, oh two. man, I was like, oh man, New Mutants got nothing else coming out against it. Nope. Yeah. And then uh, Mulan got pushed back, which was supposed to come out next week or this week. Two weeks. So then two today, weeks. Disney announced that Mulan, New Mutants, and Antlers, which was like a horror film, were all pushed back. From Scott Cooper and producer by produced by Del Toro. Um, so. Peter Rabbit got pushed back to August. If anyone is a Peter Rabbit stan out there, did they announce at the Olympics pushback or not? No, no. That, uh, okay, sports so all wise, the sport, sports is everything. Yeah. So the NCAA March Madness tournament is canceled. NBA and NHL seasons are suspended. MLB uh, pushed their stuff back two months. Um, uh, only... Speaking speaking of NBA, oh, oh, I, saw the, thing, I saw that. I saw one more thing. One more thing. XFL got suspended. Yeah, uh, it canceled uh, the season. They canceled yeah, they, the season. Uh, they canceled the season, and then they also said that they're going to pay all the players, which is like a lot more of a courteous thing that I, I imagine the WWE Disney said the same done. thing. Disney said, "Ah, oh, they're closing down, but they're going to pay all their workers." That's nice. Like this, that's nice. Yeah, it's uh, that I was planning on going to an April game, but oh, I didn't buy but, tickets yet. But uh, but I saw that video of that uh, NBA player oh, touching, touching all the mics. And then, and then it was announced the next day he had the coronavirus. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is the guy in the Utah Jazz was being a dick? He's like, "Oh, coronavirus! I'm going to touch all the reporters' mic." And then, like 15 minutes before the game was supposed to start, they're like, "Oh, he tested positive," and they basically announced it in the the, the arena, and we're like, that's, "Everyone's safe. Go home." I imagine that's like, like that video uh, of like the what is it? The CDC woman talking about what not to do and touch your face, and then like five seconds after, she just touches her face. Yeah, she licks her finger to See, turn I'm the wait, page. Every time I hear something like this, I just think of the Curb Your Enthusiasm theme just slowly, yeah. like, playing yeah. in the background. Or just... the, uh, as soon as they announced the NBA, like, season being, like, suspended, I was I was watching Space Jam during that whole CDC <laughs> thing, and I was like, <laughs> that's, that's too perfectly well-timed. <laughs> and then I'll call the NBA players just wearing gas masks. I know, um, a lot of, I know a lot of friends who are Lakers fans who were pissed because it was the first time the Lakers made the playoffs in, like, a while. Yeah. Um, and then all the con- like every conventions like South by Southwest was canceled. Um, WonderCon was canceled today. Emerald City was canceled last week. Cons uh, is looking to get canceled. They haven't announced it yet, but it's like looking to get there. The Con Film Festival. Uh, E3 got canceled. Soccer cons in a couple weeks. To, to they, be to they, be fair, like, E3 getting canceled is not the biggest loss. All the publishers no. could just do yeah. it. So. So E3 is a month before uh, AX, uh, Anime Expo, um, and people are, you know, I think pretty worried that AX is going to get canceled next, and because of E3, and I think, you know, the writing on the wall for E3 had been there for, like, a while, and I feel like the coronavirus was, like, their, like, scapegoat to kind of gracefully bow out. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think it's more, like, I don't know. Yeah, I'm I don't know as much about it, but basically it was a lot of these things should have been canceled way earlier, I think, is from what I've been hearing and reading. And all these different conventions were kind of slow on the trigger. And it wasn't until like the big things started canceling that they finally jumped on it. Yeah. You know, what's not canceled quite yet is WrestleMania. And that's in two weeks. Yeah. Well, that's because right now Vince McMahon has the monopoly on the sports entertainment. Uh, that's not true. AEW is pretty great, man. No, I mean, uh, but there's no other sports on. They're all suspended. There's like nothing. Yeah. See, so, Vince McMahon hears coronavirus and he thinks there's going to be a shortage of corona worldwide. Uh, so, if she, I don't think Vince McMahon drinks corona. Uh, but I think it's just like very weird because, like, evidently there was a thing that came out today where 
the Tampa government is not forcing them to close down WrestleMania, that they're like letting WWE up to the decision of what they want to do, which uh, would be up I, to the arena, wouldn't it? Well, so I people are like, well, Vince McMahon's got to like, sh- you know, have like an empty arena for WrestleMania, or they got to like, you know, push it back, or blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you think that Vince McMahon is going to like, shut down a major event because of the virus. Like this is the same company that like ran an event in Saudi Arabia after that journalist was murdered. Like a couple weeks after they do, didn't they haven't they done another one too? They have done three other events since then. Like he'll do anything for a buck. Like I like joked on Twitter that Vince is so shrewd that he would use the virus in some kind of gross story tactic. Yeah, he would. Where like have, a bad guy would infect one of the good guys with. Oh, him. my my joke was he's gonna have like a Chinese wrestler in a mask that wears a crown called Corona. Uh, <laughs> called COVID. Or, you know what's gonna happen? He's gonna have all this happen. And he's gonna have one of his wrestlers pop up with like fake muscles and say the coronavirus is mutated, and he's gonna try to rip off the T virus or something. Oh, yeah, I, I I think that 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 will totally go on. The real the real concern is Tom, how is Tom Hanks? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that was the first big casualty. That he's was or not casualty. Okay, bad choice of words. That was the first big upset. Like yeah, he's, him and his wife uh, Rita Wilson are trapped in Australia because they were filming. They were they were starting filming on something. I think. The, uh, he's part of an Elvis biopic. He is not Elvis. I should point out right now. I know. But it's from the guy who made uh, the new Great Gatsby and Moulin Rouge directing it. Well, one Wait, of what? those is good. Yes, I agree with you. Uh, uh, oh my god, why am I blanking on his name? I know who he is. Tom Hanks or Elvis Presley? No, the uh, director. The director. Isn't he like French? Baz, Baz Luhrmann. Luhrmann. Yeah, Australian. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he did like Romeo and Juliet. Oh, the the DiCaprio one. Yeah, Romeo. I'm sorry, I, Romeo plus Juliet. I have a soft spot for that movie. Yeah. The, that soundtrack is slaps. It's great, and it's an interesting like concept. Like it's so weird and so nineties. <laughs> oh, so wait. Okay, I'm looking at the castles for that Elvis movie. I'm, I'm, it's a it's a news day, but I'm I'm like going off track here. Um, you know the guy. You ever see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Did everyone see that movie? Uh, not yet. Not yet. But okay, I have so, some time. No. I have some time on my hands yes. coming up. So. <laughs> I was gonna say. You I want to catch up on home. <laughs> Yeah, all my Netflix queue is going to be, like, destroyed at Amazon. I'm going to watch The Boys, Dracula. Oh, the Boys is good. Boys. I they just the boys finally. season two stuff, I think. Right? They changed uh, Stormfront, because originally he was, like, a blonde neo-Nazi dude, but they changed him to a chick, which I'm I'm not I'm not upset about that. It looks perfectly fine. But, uh, that actually might play better, too. Yeah, it, look, it, looks, it looks so good. Like, I was watching, like, the trailer behind the season of season one, and it looks phenomenal. But it sucks because I work from home, so I don't I don't get off due to Corona. See, I'm just wondering now if like, and I was saying this before, I don't think it'll happen. I'm wondering if like certain games will get delayed. Like, I don't. I, this Doom, digital, Doom probably will get delayed. So good, and I actually think it'd be the opposite. Like with everyone being home, like it might actually benefit games. Yeah, like, I ended up just be delayed. I already pre-ordered like the deluxe edition of Doom, and I have Neo season, Neo Two coming out. Uh, I have Doom, Last seven. of Us, and Ghost of Tsushima coming. There's like five games in the next two months that that I'm getting, and it's like too expensive. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm sure like all the. Oh, I was gonna say I'm just excited for 
uh, Resident Evil 3 remake. Yeah, yeah, Resident Evil and Final Fantasy are within, like, the same two weeks. Yeah, I was just saying, I think all the subscription services, including the comic ones, are probably going to see an uptick, because what else the fuck are you going to do besides, like, watch all the streaming stuff or stream comic books um, or play video games, like, if you're stuck in your house? Yeah. So I'm guessing they're, like, they're all going to see, like, good upticks. It's really mostly hurting, like... It's the, the film business. The film business. Anyone in, like, the service industry. Yeah. Because, Ooh. yeah, if you're, like, anybody who's, like, a part-time worker, like, I was listening... Um, I listened to, like, the ABC News podcast in the morning, and they were talking to someone who was a... The, like, the waitressing for South by Southwest, like, convention stuff. And she's like, yeah, we usually make, like, three months' salary in, like, that week. And now we get none. And like that, those big cons, like that's going to be like the economic stuff that's going to fall out. Um, not to mention like all the sports stuff, like uh, the people that work concessions, concessions and all that stuff at those events. Like that's people are like, going to really hurt. Yeah, movies. San Francisco gets even more shitty because they don't have enough revenue to cover for like anything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, everybody working at movie theaters. Like if there's all these, none of these movies are coming out. No one's going to the theater. So then, I was those... gonna say I am rather happy I don't work in a movie theater anymore. Oh, you'd be completely screwed! Like, who the I hell is gonna be there? Would be between that and between the possibility of my school job getting shut down. Yeah, I'd be fucked. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, like, I, I I saw Onward last week, and I was kind of surprised like there weren't uh, more people there, and then I kind of didn't really dawn on me until later why people weren't there. If I happen to miss that one in the theaters, I'll get it on Disney Plus. <laughs> Well, and then I watched Onward, and I'm like, oh, yeah, this movie is kind of not good. Maybe that's why people aren't here. Oh, boo. Oh, I, uh, I kind of had some hopes for that one. Yo, but... yo, that movie has, uh, like, the, like, okay, that movie has an opening short, and it's a Simpsons short. Oh, that looks funny. That was so painfully bad. It's like oh, no. Olaf's Frozen no. Christmas bad. Oh, yeah. Okay, <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on. I didn't hate that special, to be honest. Olaf's the, uh, Frozen Christmas? I didn't hate it. I watched it for maybe, like, three minutes, and I was just like, I hate this, and I, like, walked out of the theater, and then I, like, walked around for a little bit, and just kept on, like, looking and seeing, like, when it would end, and then, like, 15 minutes went by, and then I, like, looked at it, and I'm like, oh, cool, Coco's on, thank you. Uh, the opening, uh, short movie for, uh, the new Scooby-Doo movie is, uh, Blue, ah, oh, I forget his name. Dynamic, Blue Dynamite. Blue Falcon Blue and Dynamite. Okay, oh, yeah. Real talk, what? that movie looks great. It does yeah. look great. It's, they, they wreck, they wreck on the, the, the story of Scooby-Doo a bit, though. Which I'm not, I put it, uh, I mean, they've done that a lot, though. I mean. Yeah, but, like, aliens, it, but... it's, it's kind of off. Can I put uh, in a request to do Scooby Apocalypse and tie into Scoob when that comes uh, out? It's, maybe. It's okay. really not a fun book. Yeah, I would much rather us just watch uh, Mystery Incorporated, the best movie. Oh my god, that show is fantastic, and I can also watch that while if I'm home. Uh, not like a pup named Scooby Doo. That's Lou, no D- Lou Dead Space. I... Have you seen Mystery Incorporated? No, I don't think I don't think I've seen any of the Scooby movies. They have like... references to Twin Peaks in this show. Oh, yeah, what? yeah, okay. that Velma's like thirsty, like a lot for Shaggy. It's 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 good. Yeah, but it's the real really. But the real relationship is is Velma and uh, and Hot Dog Water. Uh, How about Fred and Traps? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, no, they have references to like Babylonian mythology, uh, Nibiru, Lovecraft, Saw, 
Nightmare on Elm Street, Twin Peaks. It's really, really good. It's like, um, it's like a really good, like, kids version of Scooby Doo, while also having like really neat horror themes and like doing like a lot of really fun stuff with the group dynamic that hasn't kind of really been done before. Like, it's kind of like in the same school as like a Gravity Falls or an Infinity Train. Yeah, and it's only two. So if you want to see it, there's enough to go like to watch. Um. So besides Corona, it's kind of like a light news week. Uh, it's funny because like, I, I kind of think that there's a lot of like really kind of cool news that's come out over last week. Um, oh, yeah. But, like one of the stories, I think it, it's like a kind of a, at least one of them will be like a big topic to talk about. But I'm interested in the one that you posted, the Dracula motherfucker. Uh, so going back, uh, because there was some stuff that came out like last week to like after the show came out, uh, John Lehman and is going to bring back Chew. Like the the comic Chew C H E W, and it's gonna be called Chew C H U, and it's gonna be like basically like a prequel of the original Chew, and it's gonna be set in like a new city, and it's gonna be about Tony, like the the main character's uh, sister, uh, and yeah. Uh, have have has anyone here read Chew? Does anyone no. here know like the deal? No, with I have no idea what that is. Okay. So Chu was like a 60 issue long image series uh, set in a world where um, this bird flu um, basically like uh, killed like 10% of the population. I like, I forgot like essentially like what the, the amount of people, but it was a very large amount of people. And it was found out that it was through people who ate chicken. So chicken, chicken becomes outlawed. Uh, and there's like the FDA becomes like a, police branch of the government uh and it's centered around this main character named tony chu who uh is a clairvoyant where he can eat food and like know where it came from so like if he eats like a hamburger like he can eat the the meat and know how the cow was treated before he was killed like he knows like this cow's life and oh i think i've i think i've i've seen that i just and the first and the first like arc is uh, this missing body or this missing person, and all that's like left behind is that he is like this finger, and so he like eats the finger to like know where this person was before the finger was severed, and it's like this weird comedy, like buddy comedy, uh, rhyme book about food, and it's like it it ran for sixty issues. It was like like b- before the first arc ended. Like, because the book, like, super blew up. Uh, like, it was, like, a big image, like, number one. Like, that book went for, like, a yeah. couple hundred bucks for a while. And, and I know pe- the name. And people were like, oh, like, how long is this going to go? He's like, oh, it's going to go for 60 issues. We have everything planned. We know where everything is going. And then you read that book, and it feels that way. Like, everything is specifically planned. There's an issue in that book that, so, like, I think it was, like, issue, it was supposed to be issue 28. And it ended up being issue 38 that was released in the stores. And it, like, took place, like, 10 issues later. And it was, like, planting seeds for things that's about to happen or things that are about to happen, like, in the book. But, like, with spoiled, like, things. And, like, it was such a cool idea. And that book is just, like, so, like, outside the box, like, uh, like planning-wise and, and, and narrative-wise. Like, yeah, that book is great. And I'm, like, very excited to see... Uh, some continuation of Chew come back. 
Cool. That sounds kind of dope. If none of you have ever read Chu, uh, like volume one, it's like, I think it's like one of those $10 like image books. Like it's like one of those books that you'll read. You'll get like instantly like uh, hooked. Cause like, it also has like a, like a million really funny background gags. Uh, but yeah, so DC also announced that a new creative team is coming onto Wonder Woman, uh, Mariko Tamaki and Mikhail Jansen. Uh, Mariko Tamaki is pretty cool. She's writer of uh, like Laura Laura Dean keeps breaking up with me, which came out last year, or this one summer, which came out about two or three years ago. Uh, she did some stuff with Marvel, Ray and the Hulk. Uh, she wrote some other stuff with DC, uh, Being Super, which was like a really cool Supergirl series. Um, I think she just did a, like a Harley Quinn YA book for DC, and Mikhail Jansen like I, you know did some stuff with like Grayson and Batman, and uh, it's a really cool team coming onto Wonder Woman, and I guess their run starts in June. Yeah, I like I'm interested in that because I am a fan of um, Wonder Woman, but like the current writing team, I haven't been like a fan of what they're doing. Well, like uh. I feel like G. Willow Wilson was the writer for Wonder Woman, and then I checked out, like, a random issue, and she wasn't on, on it. Like, did she just, like, do an arc and then left? I guess, yeah. Like, because there was, like, I can't remember when, but there was, like, a weird turning point in, like, the story, and then, like, it got, like, I don't know, like, I kind of like when Wonder Woman's, like, dealing with, like, gods and shit all the time. Like, I feel like that's kind of her real house and dealing with, like, her place in humanity and then it kind of went away from that where she's just like kind of hitting stuff with a sword and i was like yeah now i'm kind of bored yeah uh so let's see here oh i uh, gotta say though i look at this dracula motherfucker title yeah and, that was something uh, i was just about no. to bring that up yeah no i was gonna say though when i look at it i think of you remember dracula from billy and mandy if you ever watched that show growing up oh yeah yeah uh, so, Image Comics announced a new book that will be coming out in April, or in, not in April, uh, October, called uh, Dracula, comma, Motherfucker, exclamation point, uh, from Alex DeCampi and Erica Henderson. Uh, Alex DeCampi is, like, a really good low-key writer. Uh, she wrote uh, Archie vs. the Predator for Dark Horse, uh, and No Mercy from Image, and Twisted Romance last year for Image. Uh, so she does, like, a lot of, like, pretty different kind of stuff, but uh, horror is kind of her wheelhouse with, like, a like a kind of, like, a horror, not, like, super comedy focus, but, like, um, some comedy kind of, like, thrown in there. And then Erica Henderson, I think, is, like, one of the best artists out there, uh, did uh, Incredible Squirrel Girl for, like, a really long time, did uh, Assassination last year, which I thought was super great. Yeah, I um, loved Assassination. The art was awesome in it, too. Uh, but yeah, this is like a uh, pulp horror graphic novel, so it's going to be like one whole thing. Uh, it's going to be told uh, told in between two different points uh, in Vienna, eighteen eighty nine, where Dracula's bride nails him to the bottom of his coffin, and Los Angeles, nineteen seventy four, where an aging starlet decides to raise the stakes. Uh, crime scene photographer Quince Harker is the only man who knows what's happened, but if anyone believes him. But, but will anyone believe him before he gets out linked in chalk himself? So, uh, yeah, it's uh, it looks cool, man. Uh, I'm really excited to see some of the art. Hey, from it. Are you looking through like the pages that they have previewed? No. Uh, oh, this pa- looks good. The art, the colors oh, look the so colors good. Really cool. 
The cop oh, on the God. one page looks like um, what's his name from Family Matters? Winslow, <laughs> the dad. Oh, he does. <laughs> I, that has to be like on purpose. Also, oh my God, that's definitely that, Winslow. That is one hundred percent Winslow. You know, he's also in the original Die Hard movie. I believe he died a couple years ago. No, he's still kicking. You're 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 thinking. I think of Doctor. Am I thinking of the Uncle, Uncle Phil? Phil. Uncle Phil. Yeah, they all look alike. It's wrong, oh, man. Oh. They're large, bald. They're large black men that have like that. Uh, what's that type of baldness where it's like they just have like the monk, not the monk thing, like the George Costanza, where they just balding. have like, well, they have hair on the sides in the back of their head for some yeah. reason. They just don't shave it all off. They have hope. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, Dracula, Dracula, motherfucker, looks really. It looks cool. rad. Uh, I loved Assassination, so like, and I love the art in it, so I'm down for that. Uh, I'm like super surprised about this Shang Chi book. Yeah, so I guess there's going to be a new mini series to kind of help people get to know what the character is before the movie well, comes out next year. Yeah, and that makes like, a lot of sense. But like, this team like ain't fucking around. Like, this is like because like when when I like I, when I assumed that they were going to like maybe do like a Shang Chi mini. I would, you know, I would think like, oh, it's gonna be like some B or C listers or someone to kind of like fill in, to, you know, do a book. But it's like, it's written by Jin Yun Yang, who like just got done doing Superman Smashes the Clan, and you know, wrote Superman for a little bit, wrote New Superman, like you know, Eisner award winning writer, and then uh, it, the art is uh, two different kinds of art styles. Well, like the art's Jim Chung, right? No, it's Deke Ruan for the present day scenes and Philip Tan for the flashbacks. Oh, and like, oh, okay. I saw, when I saw this, it, it was. I think Jim it's Chung is doing the cover. I thought Chung was doing the interiors. I was like, holy shit. Uh, but yeah, um, Philip Tan is okay. Um, who is the other artist? Uh, give me one second. Blah, 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 blah. Philip Tan and then Deke Ruan or Dyke Ruan for the present day scene. Oh. Uh, D i k e r u a n. But yeah, if I'm like remembering it right, Philip Tan did uh, like Final Crisis Revelations, which was like a very rad book with some pretty bad art. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, this this guy is like not great, but you know, Gene Yun Yang writing is pretty good. Oh, and like the this, I'm like looking at the other artists, like in some of his images on like Google, like, he looks good, like. Those present day scenes will look really nice. I'll be really curious to read it. It's a fi- it's a mini series, so it's nice that it's not like an ongoing. Oh yeah, um, yeah, this should be cool. Like this looks like it's coming out in June. June. So, so it gets mm-hmm. people re- fresh. If people buy it, get some fresh in their heads right before the movie comes out in February. Yeah. All right. Uh, what is Three Jokers? Because I kind of don't know. <sighs> All right. Um, does, I know it. Does anybody else know it besides me? So it's going to explore three different versions of the Joker. Okay, so um, kind of. Is it so, three actual different people? Yeah, so this this all stems from the Dark Side War that was in Rebirth when uh, Batman. How, how could we have forgotten the Dark Side War? Um, and Batman sits in the Mobius chair, and what is the question? He well, he asks two questions. The first is, "Who killed my parents?" And it's Joe Chill. And then uh, he goes, who is the Joker? 
And then the next scene is like, there's fuck. He's like looking at the back computer, and he's like, it's three different images, and it's like there's three different people. So I forgot that Batman sat on the Mobius chair, and I'm just like, how many people have sat on the Mobius chair? I think it's like six. Because I feel like it's musical chairs at this point. Yeah, it's the Antimonitor Mobius, Mo, um, Metron, Batman, I think Wally. Wally, Wally, but I think before Wally was Dark Side. Also, I will to point out that uh, who was it? Where is it? Uh, Jason uh, Fabok has described this as a spiritual sequel to the uh, Alan Moore Boland uh, Killing Joke. (laughs) 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 Oh my god! You know that that means kids. It means more. If they're gonna see that animated movie, be like, yes, give me that. Yeah, God, it can't be any worse than that animated movie. Because from what I can remember, (laughs) there are three Jokers were. The Snyder Joker, so the death of the family, um, like the the one that has like the face cut off. That's kind of our current rebirth Joker. And then there's like the Alan Moore '80s Joker. That's like the one that and kills Jason Todd. And speaking stuff. of which, Jason Todd and Batgirl are going to be major characters in this story. You don't say. Yeah, and then the other one is like the Clown Prince of Crime. Which is like the kind of pre eighties, the forties. Uh, yeah, basically, yeah, like the whole golden age, like silver age Joker. Um, that's the other one. Also, it says John, Jeff Johns is writing this. I guess he has said in the past this book is going to be in continuity, despite it's under the black label line. Uh, I assume just most things under black label that are like within the modern day of DC are continuity. I mean, unless they're like a straight up Elseworlds, I would think they are. Um. But I'm guessing it's black label because it's going to be like very graphically violent. You don't. Is there going to be a weird threesome hey. between Red Hood, Batgirl, and Batman? Hey, man, you don't know if Joker Dick is going to be flopping around at some point. It's going to shoot out confetti. Oh, man. That's real funny. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I imagine this book has been so late because they're like, well, we got to get it all in the can at least. Yeah, because I think, like, the rumor of this happened, like, right after that original book, which was, what, like, three years ago at this point? Yeah, no, uh, four years ago, 2016. Oh, my God, four years ago? So, yeah, and they're like, oh, we're going to explain this, and they never got talked about again. And everyone's like, um, you can't just say that and not ever discuss it. And then they were like, no, 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 we have plans, we have plans. And so, they, have have they said how long this is going to be? Like, is this a trade? Is this no? Like, it's a three-issue miniseries. It took them how long to three issues? <laughs> like, look, man, I know that like good art takes time, and Jason Fabok is like, you know, good and all. But like, this also just is like, man, may- maybe Jeff Johns shouldn't just be writing comics anymore because it's like, it's like Doomsday Clock, the Three Jokers, Shazam. <laughs> they're they're all late. Yeah, well, the problem is, like, why is he writing comics if he has, like, a bigger job at the company? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe well, he should just be writing the one book. And maybe I mean, these three books should be tying into major uh, properties or storytelling. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, looking at the exclusive interview from EW right now. Um, where is it? Where is it? Uh, goes back to the beginning when Batman first encountered Joker, but it's also a killing joke and a death in the family that speak to the book that we're building off emotionally. Barbara and Jason have gone through so much, as has Bruce, and it's really focused on healing, on scars, and what that does to somebody. You know, but the thing about it is, 
But the thing about it is, is like Barbara has already like gone through it. It's like that's yeah. the whole thing of her being Oracle is like her like overcoming like the trauma of the Joker and like finding herself again as like a person who could still help others. It's like motherfucker. Why do we? It's like DC has like this huge boner in them to continue to like drag her through the killing joke like every five years i think and it's they because... just not leave it alone okay I think it's because on, it's yeah. the only recognizable story to like like old guard for batgirl and it sucks like i, it, I it's just like... saw this but there's a quote in this entertainment weekly thing where it says doomsday clock suffered a few delays over the course of its run no fucking shit but okay. rest assured the same will not happen to three jokers yeah John it's only three Jake... issues Johns yes. and Faybach purposely waited to schedule the series until they were finished with it so that fans won't get stuck waiting for months between issues. Yeah, because, I mean, it, it not only does it suck for fans, it sucks for comic book shops. Because, like, uh, you know, it's like the, even the shop I was working at, or not working at, because I, uh, I, you know, buying stuff from, it's, you know, Doomsday Clock number one sold so well, and then by the time, like, the last issue came out, it's like, who cares? Because it's like two years. Wait, it's like all those like new fans that you could have had come in for Doomsday Clock. It's you know they were gone because like they didn't perform on the second or they, third they issue. They dicked around, is what happened. Yeah, three Jokers. How about that? Three Jokers. I cannot wait. I can't wait for the like the reveal of three Jokers that there's also four Lex Luthors. <laughs> like, there's, like, there's, hey, like, there's, hey! Don't you go spoiling the next two years of DC. Like, there's a Lex Luthor who's, like, the business mogul, and then there's, like, the Lex Luthor who's president. The and there's the one, one Lex Luthor who has the red afro still. Yeah, there's the Lex Luthor that stole 40 cakes. <laughs> I, would, I would like to laugh at this, but that literally the big Justice League story that was going on that Snyder did was all about Lex becoming, like, this, uh, what, what do they call it? The apex predator. Like what humans were supposed to be, and humans and Martians weren't supposed Wait, to be two races. Are you are you telling me that Lex Luthor became Randy Orton? I was just about to say that. <laughs> I was just about to say that. That he's basically like super tall and looks like a white. Martian. At some point, at some point, did Lex Luthor like like stab someone in the back like out of nowhere? Oh, you. I guess you have not seen this design of him. It's of, of Lex. Yeah. No. Oh, I will pull up a picture. Uh, oh, I just okay. realized, unrelated, but Superman Red Sun comes to Blu-ray next week. Oh, I thought that was already out. Like, I saw people yeah, On digital, like, yes. On digital. I saw some clip of, of Superman hitting on Wonder Woman, and Wonder Woman's like, yeah, I, uh, I have a wife. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. Huh. I'm really curious to see that movie. Like, I really hope that's not bad. Yeah. I mean, after Hush and Killing Joke, I'm a little nervous. Uh, I don't watch them, so you'll have to tell me. Oh, okay. Hush is Hush is terrible. Like, Hush is fucking you want to talk about shitting the bed? Oh my god, Hush is bad. Do you, Do you care if I spoil it for you, Tyler? Uh, I heard. I think we talked about it at one point because, like, they do the whole like Riddler reveal thing, but they do it like very badly. Riddler is Hush. Yeah. Uh, was, yeah. I, I was angry. I remember which, sitting there, I'm like, what the fuck is I, the point? Which I feel like is like. And this is like kind of like why I don't watch them anymore because I feel like when they do adaptations of these comics, it's like they they take the thing that's problematic about the old story, like 
the killing joke and Barbara Gordon and the way they give her more agency is she fucks Batman. Uh, and in Hush, you know, this, like the ending of Hush is like kind of like slapdashed kind of together where it's like the Riddler is like the one who's like doing everything. And it's kind of like, what? It ends it, it, on like a super flat note, I think. And so in Hush, the, the cartoon, it sounds like, oh, like, yeah, you know what? You're right. Like, we like Hush and the Riddler are these two separate characters, but like their goals are different. And like, how does this all connect to everything else? So, like, why don't we just make Riddler the Hush? And like, that's how we fix it. And it's like, no, like, matter of fact, that makes it worse. Yeah, because it completely negates the whole interesting aspect of Hush as a character that he's like reverse Batman in like many ways. Like, he's bad Batman, at least. His yeah, dad. I mean. <laughs> I mean, and and you know, and Tommy Elliot's like another, like he's like another character from Bruce Wayne's past who ends up becoming a bad guy, like a like a si- Doctor Simon Hurt. But uh, you know, I think there's like a lot of upswing on a character like Tommy Elliot that you know DC kind of never really tried to capitalize on in like a a good way. So who knows? There are some interesting stories, but I would say like i think uh the william hurt stuff was good having just read it recently remember when scott snyder revealed thomas wayne jr and then he never showed up again see and i actually like that reveal too in that and i was like oh this is a great idea it's like it never made sense why owl man is thomas wayne and not bruce wayne why would that be also why would the super rich family not name their first son after the father that's what these people do and yeah i don't know why that i'm guessing he was told to drop that yeah, yeah. Because I think he came back. I think he came back one other time for a hot second. I, I, I guarantee you the reason why they dropped is because they brought back Thomas Wayne. Oh, uh, that makes sense. But then that but could have been a good story between the three of them. It, but it's like you have like too many like. Well, they did have that. They had the whole Damian Wayne, a uh, Bruce, and then Thomas. The whole try. I don't. I think if they added another character that that three, it would have made things too much. Yeah, but it could have been an interesting, like, another level of, like, if you took Damien out of the mix, like, a level of betrayal of, like, learning that, that Thomas is actually Thomas, and not that that character was just a crazy person. What is this? This character looks like someone. The This Apex version of... of, of uh, Lex? Lex? Like, he looks like someone. I for, But I'm forgetting who. Yeah, now that you mention it, I'm, like, trying to think. Uh... Like, it looks like outside? a weird Silver Surfer kind of thing. Why does it look like he has like Colossus's like metal on his like arms? Wait, I'm, like because so he's not. Lex... It's not like skin. He has like Martian abilities. So is oh, okay. Lex a bad guy again? Yes. Like Lex is the most bad guy now. He got rid of all his money and gave shit to every supervillain. That was the whole year of the villain. It's my favorite thing about comics is they have a thing, then they change that thing, and that thing goes back to the other thing. Yeah, he found a god, the god that made the multiverse, who's an evil god, and humans and Martians were supposed to be one race. So he absorbed the Martian Manhunter and became this. Uh, okay. Sure. Yeah. I feel like when people explain to me, like, stories of the Marine, I'm like, is this what it's like when I'm, like, explaining X-Men? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I guess it's, it's like, super convoluted, and it, the only interesting part of it is how it's ended, which is that he won. He won, and then the story just got dropped. Like they're saying, like at some other point, it's going to pick up. But yeah, the heroes lost. So basically, old man Logan. 
I think you mean Batman at the was what is that post apocalyptic book at Edge of Wasteland. Universe? Yeah. Last uh, day. Speaking of uh old man Logan, has anyone been reading the new book they've been making out off of that? Uh the Avengers by any chance? It's no, been, I didn't even know that was a thing. Uh, let me pull up the title. It's it's actually pretty good. It's it's after like they sent old man Logan back to the future. Well, spoilers, that's that was bound to happen. Uh yeah, it's just they're it's hard to say because they have a new cap and it's basically Doctor Doom taking over. Well, he's like killing everyone at this point. He's, he just he's just tired of humanity. He's just wiping everyone out. Uh, Danny Cage. Does anyone care if I like say who uh, the characters are or? Yeah, it's uh, Luke Cage's daughter. Yeah, Luke Cage's daughter is Thor now. She has the hammer and it's like yeah. it's, oh shit. Yeah. So she's Luke Cage and Jessica Jones's daughter has Thor's hammer. So yeah. is she, like, the most powerful being in existence? You know, no, oh, no. So, I was going to say, because they're doing this in, they just, in Captain Marvel, where Captain Marvel, like, went into the future, and, like, uh, Luke Cage's and Jessica Jones' daughter is, like, the new Captain America, and... Uh, in, in this book, it's it's kind of different. Uh, they have a cap, it's one of, Doc, Dr. Doom basically figures out the super soldier serum, and he has two caps... Basically, and one just like decides to like be good and just decapitate the other Captain America, and is on the run. And he joins up with like Danny Cage and like the other heroes that were in hiding, and they remake like the Avengers. Like they have a Hulk, which is I think it, I think it's the Hulk's grandson. What's uh, the name of this book? Uh, Avengers of the Wastelands. Uh, it's on issue three right now. The last issue came out yesterday. Huh. I'll definitely have to check it out because. Kind of in a tie-in, um, I've read, which I definitely want to talk about, uh, Fantastic Four uh, X-Men. But uh, You mean the issue where everyone found out that Scott and Emma do BDSM? Yes. That is not the issue where you find out, because that I feel like that's just like a throwback to Morrison era. I mean, that's what yeah. I found out, but that's just me. Maybe I'm just behind in my comics, that's why. Which, that book, I like, alright, we can start there. That book is interesting. Um... I like how they're kind of dealing with this because basically, uh, Cyclops like calls the Fantastic Four. And it's like, yeah, so um, we don't have your kids. I don't know where they are. It's like who wouldn't tell us if you had them? It's like, no, I would. You're still their parents. And he's so, kind <laughs> so basically, like, also the setup for this book is that the X Men are trying to court Franklin Richards onto Krakoa, and the Richard's family is like, uh, we don't want you, our son, going onto this strange island where a Everyone's orgy island. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and like, basically, like the big reveal at the end of the first issue is that, like, so Re like leading Richard up to sucks. it, yeah. So Franklin's powers are becoming influctuated, and uh, no one kind of really seems to know what's going on. That's why you know the mutants want him to go to Krakoa so they can figure it out on their own and. Reed and Sue want him to stay there, but then it's like revealed that Reed has put an inhibitor on Franklin's powers, and like it's even like more poignant because like Franklin and Ben are having this conversation about like how Reed just can't seem to fix either of them. Yeah, and it's, it's like, like, oh, do you think he even wants to? He's the smartest man ever. Yeah, and it's like if and then like. You know, you find out that Reed's been doing this really shitty thing. Of course, Ben is like, you know, hey, dude, what the hell? Even like so, everyone, everyone basically looks at him and is like, are you fucking serious? Because Franklin goes to run through the Krakoan portal and he goes right through and he's like, what the fuck? 
Yeah, and basically reads. I don't think he's like he hasn't been. I don't think repressing his powers. I think he's been. He like masked his mutant gene. Yeah. So that he couldn't use them. Um, so 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 yeah. Uh, Catherine and Franklin and Valeria basically abscond on to, or like yeah. So you know, Franklin Catherine and Valeria leaves. sneak on the Marauder. Yeah, sneak on the Marauder and they get captured by Doctor Doom. And then like yeah, and the issue two is just basically Catherine Doom. Uh, Franklin and Valeria just hanging out, and I, I love Valeria and Doom. Yeah, she just like, just like, can you stop with the stuff and tell us what's actually going on here, Uncle Doom? Yeah, <laughs> she calls him Uncle Doom, and Doom's just like, oh man, I remember why I really like you. Yeah, and Sue is like at a fifteen, like she's just fucking flipping out, and what sends yeah. her over the edge is Cyclops kind of makes a comment like, well, Franklin kind of could stay here, but not Valeria. It's like, because she's not one of us, so we wouldn't this, let like a human run around on our island. Yeah, and this is the first comic where I kind of feel like the X-Men suck, and I'm not really sure if I like that. And, I, um, and, and, and that's not to say like also the Fantastic Four are totally not in the wrong, because I think Reed Richards is super in the wrong, and I feel like, you know, while Sue is like very protective of her kids, I feel like everyone's just acting like very irrational, and Scott acts like a real dickhead, and well, it's it's Scott. It's it's it was bound to happen. But but yeah, yeah. like in a, in a way that I feel like reading him in X Men, it's like this just seems very different from like what I think he would like how he would like come about this yeah. conversation. Which is weird because like he is actually kind of being the only calming influence in the conversation, and he it's just like sticking his foot in his mouth. Like he didn't have like he was trying to be like. Look, if we had your kids, we would totally give Valeria back. Like, we don't want her. And that's kind of like, oh, because you're better than us as is. Like, it's like a weird kind of turning. It's like, oh, like now that the mutants are doing their own thing, like you can call them racist when your humans have been that way this whole time. It's interesting. Like, I don't know. I guess I didn't think Psychops came off as shitty as you, but I mean, like, I, I, I was I wasn't like you know, he was like a monster, but I was just like, there were like better ways of phrasing things. My oh dude. yes, and I but I do like that. Like uh, Magneto's like, is this going to be a problem? And Scott's like, uh, yeah, it is. And basically, everyone's like, oh, what do we do? It's like, well, they're probably already on their goddamn way here. Mm-hmm. And was it Scott, Emma, Nightcrawler, Xavier, Magneto? And they're like, yeah, we have no idea what to do. And Magneto's like, oh, but I'm just like, we have all these mutants. It's like, yeah, but Reed Richards is the smartest goddamn man on the planet. Like. He could do anything, and with Sue, they could be. And Nightcrawler like looks around, and re- and Magneto's like, "Oh shit, they're actually probably already in the room." And that's when they find thing, and he beats, the- he fucking knocks out Magneto. <laughs> but I do like they're in their goofy suits, and they're like, "Oh, basically, the real powerhouse of the team is Sue." Which oh, I thought was always. interesting. Yeah, she's always been like, uh, I I think like people kind of forget about that sometimes, but yeah, she's pretty great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like it is interesting. I do like kind of the way the book ends, where like Doom is like, "Yeah, like I'm gonna fix your powers. Everybody is fine. Um, I'll fix his powers. Then you guys can go." He's totally gonna steal his powers. That's like it's it's yeah. gonna it's Doom. Well, the the ending thing that they show is that he has like Doom bot Sentinels. Mm-hmm. Is like the end of it. So it's gonna be interesting to see what Doom is. But it all like he does also say like since he helped Kitty in the past, like. He knows more about her powers than even she knows because he turned them off, I guess, while they're on the island. So it's going to be interesting to see where this story goes. I like 
the idea of like this is like the way for this the the mutant kind of continuity to interact with the rest of the like the Marvel continuity because yeah. has it at all besides this? Uh, not not yet. Yeah. Yeah, this is uh, kind of the first thing. Uh, so what else? Uh, so I'm caught up on I think all the other X Men books right now. Yeah. The other one I'm that came out, the new one. of them, because I'm waiting for like a chance where they're all kind of collected, because yeah. going issue by issue is a lot. Uh, yeah, the new yeah. one was Cable that came out this week. Oh, I actually didn't read that book. I didn't read Cable or Wolverine, because I wasn't oh, going to spend not... $8 on a Wolverine book. I did not read Wolverine, but I read Cable. Uh, Cable's interesting, because it's the kind of a, looks like a soft kickoff to what we talked about last week, the Ten of Swords. Oh, Okay. Um, because, well, first it starts off with an interesting thing where mutants can go one-on-one in, like, an arena and Silver Samurai is the referee, and you can bet on it. So it opens with Cable fighting Wolverine. Okay. Um. Is, is it the pit where, like, the the Crucible happens? Yeah, it's the same pit. Oh, man. That, okay. I, I, uh, that it's last the, issue. It's X- called the Quarry, yeah. The Quarry? Yeah. yeah. The, the, the last issue of X-Men was incredible. Oh, it was so good. I think we talked about it a little bit last week, but now that you've read it, yeah, it's such a good idea. Yeah, well, and it was—it's also just like very dense and like it, it, it's like also—it's like man, like Hickman's like doing like this three D like seventy chess kind of thing where it's like he's addressing uh, concerns that you have as a reader towards certain ideas, and then also presents to you like five other ideas that you probably didn't even think about. Yeah, like in this book, it's interesting because there's like it's like a sporting arena, and there's even people dressed up like a sports team. Let's say like Logan, and they're dressed up like Wolverine as like fans. <laughs> um, but they show like, oh, everybody's done good except like Magic got DQ'd in her in her fight against Gorgon, and they give a list of who like fought who, uh, which is interesting because there's been one draw and one DQ. Magic got DQ'd. Um, but, like, DQ'd Nightcore- against you, Gorgon. Huh. Nightcrawler and Blink tied. They it was a draw. Oh, that's funny. And then one cuckoo fought another cuckoo. Uh, Rogue fought Havoc. Magma fought Firestarter. M, which I guess is Magneto. Uh, fought, Monet. Monet fought Bishop. Wolfsbane fought Pyro. Dazzler fought Jubilee. Leech fought Artie. Callisto fought Pyro. Callisto fought Fish. And Callisto fought Jumbo Carnation. So it's just basically all the people fighting other people who have the same powers. Yes. It's like uh, that one ep- episode of X-Men, the animated series, when they just started mm-hmm. fighting uh, X-Force. Yeah, Havoc so, and Cyclops just blasting each other and nothing happens. Yeah, so what's funny is that, like, so there's, like, this kid, and I... What's his name? His name is uh, Fauna, and he gets lost, and Cable's like, oh, he's gonna go on a double date with Pixie and Armor. And it gets interrupted, and the kid's like, oh, the thing is her. It's this giant lion thing. It's like, and the pixie like does stuff to the kid, and now he sees it all as Muppets, which is really funny. But he tries like, oh, it's her, okay. and basically this thing has a has a lion thing has a thing in its toe, and Cable and Armor are able to like hold Armor holds up the foot while Cable pulls up uh, the thing, and it's the fucking Buster Sword. Okay, you I'll just, read Cable. You just hear the Sephiroth theme in the background. Oh. But no, he grabs it, electricity happens, and then he has a vision. And this is where the tie-in, which, based on the art, I'm pretty sure is for Rom the Night, like the Space Knight, uh, which oh. I believe like Marvel owns, right? Marvel owns 
the dire race and everything surrounding Rom, but they yeah. do not own Rom. Okay, well, they look like Rom, so they're definitely that race. Um, and that is who had this sword, and this thing killed it. And then we see other ones, and he's like, oh, the old guy's thing was guns. My thing's because gonna be I was one of the big fucking sword. And then uh, the end reveals it. Another character is back from the dead, which I don't know if you want spoilers. Because no, it's like the last page. No, I'll go again, it. I yeah. still need to read the majority of the runs of these comics. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, of of them, I would say like X Men, uh, Marauders are like definitely like the two that are like definitely worth like kind of checking out and reading first. New Mutants uh, have been has been pretty good, but I like one side more than the other. I like the people that yeah. stayed on Earth, which got addressed in their book this week too. Uh, and then like X Force, <laughs> like it's fine. I I don't know, man. Like it, it, like it's not really lighting my world on fire. I'm trying to remember who's on the X Force team. Uh, Domino and Sage. Oh, that and, one. Well, that's dealing uh, with like the humans thing. Um, although I did like the last issue of that with her and Colossus had discussing their trauma, and she's yeah. like, "When they bring me back, don't make them make me forget." Like I want to remember. Yeah, and I really like Cyclo or uh, Colossus and Domino as a as a couple. Like that's the thing that they've had them together for a while now, off and on, and I really like that pairing. Yeah. And I kind of like the idea that now that they're finally going with the book is that like, oh, there's uh, like her powers are all jacked up because they basically took all those pieces and they've made like a shit ton of like domino clones. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but yeah. yeah, like we're like eight issues in on X-Horse and we still kind of don't know about the the big villains of X the X-Horse like shadow group and... It's like we, it's like we've already like kind of figured out who are the villains of like the other books, or like kind of like what's going on, and like X Force. I'm just kind of like not really sure where we're going. Yeah, I kind of don't know what's going on with Excalibur now. Like they had that one story, and then I don't really know uh, where they're going now. It actually reminds me, I need to get caught up on Excalibur. I have like the issues. That's like the one book I actually haven't gotten caught up on. Yeah, so I don't know. All those X books are pretty good, though. I don't think there's one that's like bad that i've read fallen angels was the one that was like the short one that was like you could really just not even did we take a straight oh god god i was gonna say unless you really care about that character yeah uh did we talk about strange adventures last week no i have not read it yet i heard it's out yeah it's it's not bad like you know it it kind of scratches that same itch uh as uh mr miracle or the vision um or all the other tom king books um, it's got, like, Mitch Garage doing, like, all the modern-day art, and then Evan Doc Shaner does, like, all of the in-the-past stuff, uh, but I, at first I was just kind of like, oh, like, this is, like, you know, kind of taking some of the themes of Tom King's Sheriff of Babylon and kind of, like, repurposing it for, you know, Strange Adventures of, um, a character dealing with his past, you know, and maybe a you know, a war that he fought may have not been the war that, you know, he was told kind of thing. And it's like him coming back home and, you know, you know, dealing with it kind of idea. But then I was like listening to a podcast this week and they brought up that Strange Adventures kind of hits the same themes as as uh, Mark Russell's The Flintstones. And now I can't get it out of my head because it's kind of exactly correct. Um, but I mean, this is going to be like 12 issues. Um, Maybe maybe I'm not like super sold on it yet because I don't know Adam Strange as much as I you know know about 
um, Mr. Miracle and in Barda. Yeah. He's so, like, kind I'm, of a pulp character within the DC universe. Yeah, he. Uh, I mean, yeah, he's basically just. Um, he's like Buck Rogers. Yeah, I was gonna say Flash Gordon, but that wasn't correct. Buck yeah, Rod- I think Buck Rogers is the one that's like the man out of time, right? I don't know, man. In like an alien world. I don't, I don't know, know any of those. I, I kind of know only. It's, basics all, that, it's all those like fifties things. Uh, but like the basics of the story is that Adam Strange on Earth is selling his memoir, uh, Strange Adventures, about being you know, uh, being transported to Earth to the planet Rand, saving Rand from uh, these invading aliens, and um, you know, marrying his wife and blah blah blah. And during his book tour, he meets up with someone who basically is like you know, you're a monster, like, everything you've written in here is a lie, like, how dare you, like, you know, the race that you destroyed were peaceful, and blah, 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 and, uh, <laughs> uh, this person ends up, uh, being found dead, and so everyone just, like, looks at Adam Strange, or like, uh, did you murder this guy? And Adam Strange hires a detective to basically, like, figure out, like, you know, what, what happened to this guy, what happened to his past, like, you know, like, like what's kind of going on, and you know, basically unframe him, and that's like I don't know. I I think it's like nice that the detective is not Batman. Like mm-hmm. the detective that shows up is a really cool character that hasn't been used in a while, and I think deserves like his kind of like moment in the sun, which is nice. Um, but yeah, I mean, like you know, it's 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 another Tom King book. There's not like kind of much more you can say other than it's like yeah, it's good, you know. But it's like you're kind of like waiting for that moment to like click to be like, oh, this is great. I definitely am going to check it out though. It's interesting. Yeah, I definitely need to check that out at some point. So I think we just about covered everything. Yeah, it's a slow news week. They announced the Avengers Campus at California Adventure is going to be sometime in July. With Tom Holland on the Spider-Man ride as the voice, so they um, say. So they say, obviously, because Disneyland's closed right now. Um, the writer of the all-time classic Amazing Spider-Man Two is making a Spider-Man spinoff because you know the last time worked out so well. I mean, he he's he's written other things. I know, but I'm, I, in I think, terms of Spider-Man, is what I'm going with. Um, I mean, he's just doing a not yet named Marvel film for Sony. Like it, it possibly could be something not spider-man related that's fair i i mean it could be uh morbius related god that move all the other movies get delayed and yet morbius is like nope we're we're still here is it i mean look i don't want it but i i hate it so uh i guess we can close out though plugs uh i'm on twitter jam scott 193 and i come with a personal message uh wash your damn hands um you can find me at uh, John, J-O-H-N underscore F-N underscore Siler, uh, S-E-I-L-E-R, uh, where you can see me talk about uh, work stuff. Uh, I'll probably be talking about Beastars all weekend because that comes on Netflix uh, tomorrow. But when you hear oh, this, it'll that be that out. weird anthropomorphic animal one? Yep. Uh, that show is going to be uh, super rad. That show looks <laughs> crazy. The new season of The Kingdom starts tomorrow as well. So if you look for zombie horror, check that out. You guys have all these like interesting weird shows, and I'm just like, Star Girls on Disney Plus tomorrow. Maybe I'll watch that. Oh, I forgot about that. Wait, on Disney Plus? Or you mean yep, Disney DC? Plus? 
No, oh, no, 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 different Stargirl. Different yeah, Stargirl. I was very confused. Oh, yeah, and I then, saw a thing for that, an ad for that today. So did I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, not that Stargirl. Yeah, no. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, don't forget to check out all the other podcasts and uh, leave five-star review, tell a friend, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and, and come join the Phantom Zone. And we'll catch you guys next week. Bye-bye. Wash your hands. Wash your damn hands, folks. Stop buying toilet paper. So I guess I'll join the Great Lakes.